Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't he great? And yet words fail us to say how great he really is. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to let you be seated just for a minute. I want to do a little advertisement. This is Search for Truth. Several of you have been through this particular Bible study, home Bible study. As far as I know right now, we have about seven or eight Bible studies going. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, Sister King says she has two. Make that ten. Hallelujah. That's great. Hallelujah. Praise God. But we're not just worried about this city. Why should the world, anybody in the world, hear the gospel twice before the whole world has heard it once? Hallelujah. So we're concerned about sending people overseas also. Hallelujah. I can't go at my age right now, but I know Brother and Sister Tucker get ready to go. You can invest, hallelujah, in help sending them. Hallelujah. I believe our church is going to get behind that. I know our pastor is behind that. What a wonderful day for our pastor. Uh, if I understand right, today is his wedding day. Uh, if it didn't happen yesterday. Hallelujah. So we know that we're getting the better end of this deal. Hallelujah. We'll have a pastor that has a companion, somebody to strengthen him and love him and carry on. And we get a pastor's wife. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to give honor to pastor today. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you've not had a Bible study, We'd like to give you one, hallelujah, either in our home or your home or at the church here, hallelujah. Uh, you see, because the word of God is alive, the young man that uh, went to a McDonald's or one of the fast food restaurants, and he took his Bible and he put it on the ground and he put a blanket over it, and then he started walking around it and walking around it, and he said, he said, it's alive, it's alive, and and all of a sudden, you know, you got a big crowd. People, uh, that was before everybody was crazy. And, you know, he just thought he was crazy, you know. So they all crowded around. They jerked that off that Bible and held it up and says, it's alive. Hallelujah. This word of God is alive. Hallelujah. All you've got to do is, is teach the word of God or preach the word of God. Hallelujah. It's alive. It will do the work. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if you'd like to stand today, I'm going to read a scripture, some scriptures here. I just love the fact they sing about how great God is. Hallelujah. There was a, if I can remember it correctly, I read last week or so about a great king uh, that had uh, in his kingdom he had a great uh, a great philosopher but he was a very poor man and so it was that uh, in time the poor philosopher who the king valued very dearly he came to the king and explained to him his his lowly position in as far as money and and uh, he said uh, 
the king said to him, said, ask what you will, and my treasure will give it to you. So he went, and he did that. But the amount that he asked for was so beyond the comprehension of this treasure that he said, no, I cannot. That's too large. I cannot give you that. I had to go check with the king. And so he did. He went and checked with the king. The king thought about it for a moment, and he said, give it to him immediately. And he said, he has honored me by asking such a great price, knowing that I can do it. How, how are you, what are you going to ask God today? Knowing that he can do it. Hallelujah. Knowing that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Knowing that he set the moon and the sun and the sky and the stars. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you for a few minutes today on this subject. This wonderful and steadfast gospel. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you want to look on the screen or in your Bible, Psalms 136 and 1. I am going to read out the English Standard Bible. It changes two words. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endureth forever. King James says his mercy. Hallelujah. Oh, give thanks unto God of gods, for his steadfast love endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endureth forever. To him who alone did doth great wonders, in, for his steadfast love endureth <laughs> forever. To him that stretched out the earth and the waters, and, and for his steadfast love endureth forever. Hallelujah. To him that made the great lights, uh, put them in the sky. Hallelujah. For his steadfast love endureth forever. To the sun to rule the day, his steadfast love endureth forever, and of the moon, the stars, to rule the night, for his steadfast love endureth forever. Hallelujah. We have a great God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we pray right now to ask you to help me, Lord. Give me free flow of thoughts, Lord, that I might reach. Hallelujah. With this great gospel, Lord. Hallelujah. This steadfast gospel, Lord. Hallelujah, and bring it to these, Lord, that are assembled here today, and let their, your anointing be upon them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Shake somebody's hand before you're seated. Tell them how glad you are that they're here. Hallelujah. The King James Version renders this mercy. 26 times the writer says, God's mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. That word endureth in your Bible is in italics, and that means that it was not in the original. What it really is saying, for God's mercy forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. This English Standard Bible that I read says that steadfast, Steadfast love, hallelujah, of God. There's nothing, hallelujah, that can stop that. Hallelujah, it is steadfast. It is forever, hallelujah. Praise God. It never wavers and never fails, hallelujah. Love never fails, hallelujah. 
Praise God. Other translations are calling it the loving kindness of God. Hallelujah. Each trying in their own way to, to explain to us how great our God is and how great his love is. Hallelujah. I like the word steadfast. Steadfastness. I got to thinking about God and his faithfulness to fulfill his promises. Hallelujah. How sure are the promises of God? That's a question today. How sure do you believe that the promises of God are? I am so glad that God does not keep his promises in a bank because that bank can fail. Somebody can snap up what's left and they may want to cart it off somewhere. And we, we, we don't. God didn't put his steadfastness and his faithfulness and his love and his mercy. He didn't put it in a bank. Hallelujah. He has it in a much more safe place than that. Hallelujah. No, God's promise is much safer than a bank. Hallelujah. It's more safe than any kingdom on this earth. It's safer than any government that can, can back up their word. Praise God. Hallelujah. First, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yea and amen. Praise God. Where are the promises of God kept? They're kept in God. They're kept in him. Hallelujah. There is no bank stronger than that. Hallelujah. Praise God. All the promises are kept in him. The word yea means strong affirmant affirmation. Yes, or even so. And the word amen means properly firm. Oh, I like that. It's something, the love of God is something you can stand on. The love of God won't fail you. Oh, you say, oh, 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 preacher, what about when I've done something wrong? I'm telling you today, according to this Bible and according to the word of God, hallelujah, it will not fail you. Hallelujah, it will help you. It will deliver you. It will give you life again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God was looking for someone or something to anchor his promises to. He looked this way and that way, looked through all the earth, and he could not find anyone. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that God, we don't have to go to some place to get the mercy of God? In the army, they called it the SOS, the service supply office, the service of supply that's the part where you in the Navy, I guess they'd call it the quartermaster. Aren't you glad you don't have to go there and have some man say, oh, no, no, you can't have mercy today. Look what you've done. Look at the problems that you have. No, no, I'm not going to give you any steadfast love today. No, no, no. You don't have to go there. Hallelujah, you don't have to go to some man. Hallelujah, you can go right into the throne of grace, and God will meet you there. Hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. God was looking for some place, hallelujah, put his great storehouse of love and mercy and, and, and kindness, and, hallelujah, and salvation, Hallelujah. And when he could find no other, Hebrews 6 and 13 says, For God uh, made a promise to a man named Abraham because he could swear by no greater 
There was no government he could swear by, no gold of the temple he could swear by, nothing that he could swear that would be so sure. He said, I can't find any. I am going to swear by myself. Hallelujah. A God that cannot lie says, I am going to swear by myself that I will give mercy. I will give steadfast love. I will give salvation. I will bring salvation to this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 No mercy and steadfastness of God is kept. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By the same one that spoke the sun into existence. Hallelujah. And the moon who told it to stay. And the stars flung him out on the end of his fingertips and said, you stay there. And his word holds it up today. This world is only held up by the word of God. Hallelujah. But that word of God is sure. That word of God, hallelujah, is steadfast. Hallelujah. Praise God. I got to thinking about the Queen of Sheba. She was the woman that came from that land. And she came to Solomon because she heard of his great wisdom. She came with hard questions to question him. But when she saw and heard the wisdom of Solomon, she declared the half has not been told her. Hallelujah. Oh, today I'm not going to be able to even tell you half of how great our God is. Hallelujah. And that man only had a little part of God's wisdom. Hallelujah. But we have the all-wise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you today about this wonderful, steadfast gospel. Hallelujah. A gospel that cannot be changed. Hallelujah. It will never grow old. It will never grow dim. The promises that cause the believer to tap into God's own divine nature. Hallelujah. That's promises. The word of God that he gave, his own word, he swore by himself. He said, it's sure, you can count on this. Hallelujah. It'll, it'll be here. Hallelujah. Second Peter 1 and 4 says, whereby? Whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of divine nature. Hallelujah. When you tap into what God promised, if you, you how do you do that, pastor, preacher? How do you do that? I do that by believing God. When you believe the word of God, when you take God at his word and say, hallelujah, what, what am I doing there? I'm trusting in a God that cannot lie. Hallelujah. So, and when you do that, you tap in to the divine nature of God. Think about it. Oh, my. I could give you my word today, but I not, may not be able to fulfill that word. I have run into that more than once. The richest man in this world might give you his word, but just as likely he might change his mind. Hallelujah. But there the Bible teaches us in second or in Titus one and two, a hope of eternal life. Hallelujah. 
I want eternal life. Do you want eternal life? I want eternal life. Hallelujah. I was a sinner, and I, I, I needed help, and I wanted eternal life. And the Bible says, which God that cannot lie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Promised before the world began. Hallelujah. He didn't wait until five minutes after I needed him. He didn't wait until the day I was born. Hallelujah. He planned it long before Adam ever entered this world. Hallelujah. Praise God. He planned and he promised, hallelujah, eternal life to anybody that would get a hold of this just by simply believing what God said. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're not talking about a thousand years. No. But we're talking about eternal life. We're talking about days without end. No days. Bible says, hallelujah, without end. Hallelujah. Never ending. Hallelujah. God, who cannot lie, gave his word before the world ever began that he would give eternal life to mankind. Hallelujah. Before Adam ever sinned. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That has stood for over 6,000 years and is still working today. Hallelujah. God had a plan even before Adam ever plunged us into the, the, the pit of sin. Hallelujah. God himself said, I will come. Hallelujah. And I'll take on the form of man. And I'll die in his place so man does not have to die. Hallelujah. Not only could he come to die, but he came for something else also. The Bible says he came to seek sinners. Hallelujah. Luke 19 and 10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. He didn't come just to die and leave us on our own. He came seeking. Hallelujah. Praise God. When you teach a Bible study, you're part of God's seeking. Hallelujah. When you go on the mission field, you're part of God's seeking. Seeking the lost. He's seeking the, the sinner. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a wonderful God that we have. I'm glad he came seeking me. I am not proud of the many things that I've done, but because I was lost, I qualified, and he came seeking and wanting me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're here today. You're hearing the sound of my words. God wants to seek and save you if you're not yet safe in the fold. Hallelujah. If you're not yet experienced that, God wants to save you today. Hallelujah. Praise God. First Timothy 1 and 15 says, This is a faithful saying, worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into this world to save sinners. Hallelujah. And then Paul says, of whom I am chief. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. How be it, the next verse says, how be it for this cause I obtain mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth his long suffering for a pattern. I want everybody to get that word for a pattern. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's First uh, Timothy 1 and 16. Hallelujah. For a pattern to them 
which should after, hereafter believe on him for eternal life, for everlasting, life everlasting. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want you to get that word pattern. Hallelujah. Paul was saying, I was a bad dude. I was a murderer. I murdered Christians. I fought against this church. I put people in prison. I busted up homes because I thought I was doing right, but I wasn't doing right. Hallelujah. But how be it for the cause of God's great mercy and his great love and his great salvation and his great gospel. Hallelujah. I obtained mercy that in me Jesus Christ might show his long suffering. You think you've done bad. You think you've done terrible things. I'm telling you, Paul had it right. He said, I'm the chief of sinners. But God wanted to show how long-suffering he is, how great his mercy is, how great his loving compassion is, how, how his great gospel is promised to us. Hallelujah. Praise God. He said, I did it. He did it for a pattern that you that are coming afterwards might understand how much God wants to save us. What a great gospel. What a great God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When Mark 2 and 17, when Jesus heard it, he said unto them, they that are whole need no need of a physician but they that are sick. I came not to call righteous people, but I came to call sinners to repentance. <laughs> he's gentle. He's kind. He's long-suffering. You can bring to him your problems. You can bring to him your woes and your cuts and your wounds and your, and your parts of your soul that has been destroyed. You can bring to him, and he won't rebuke you, and he won't send you away, and he won't turn a deaf ear to you. No, hallelujah, he will bring you in. He'll put his arm around you. Hallelujah, he'll love you with an everlasting love. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's why I can go to parchment prison and go into death row and watch people repent and God fill them with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Knowing that they're there, most generally all of them there because they did it. They took a life. And yet God says, oh, hallelujah, I came to seek and save sinners. Hallelujah. It don't matter, hallelujah, how far you've gone. It don't matter how, how deep in sin you are, hallelujah. Jesus came especially to save sinners. Isaiah 1 and 18 says, Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord, who, though your sins be as scarlet, <laughs> they shall be whiter than snow, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be like as wool, Hallelujah, that's how much God, hallelujah, is able to take the, the sinner in the guttermost uh, and bring him to the uttermost uh, with salvation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's talk, it, talk about it, he's saying. 
Let's talk about your sin problem. Hallelujah. Let's talk about your deep stains of your soul. There's not a person on earth that can remove your sins. Nobody can do it. But God said, I can. Hallelujah. And I will. Hallelujah. The leper one day, full of leprosy, which was a type of sin in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. And he came to Jesus. Oh, my, my, my. He came to Jesus and he said, if thou will, you can make me whole. Hallelujah. And it was a law of the Jews. It was a law of God not to touch the lepers because they would become infected. But the Bible says Jesus reached his hand out and touched him. Hallelujah. And it did not defile Jesus. It cleansed the leper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not going to it's not going to defile Jesus for you to tell him all about your problem and all about your sin because he already knows. He was there when it happened. He knows it all. Hallelujah. But he said, if you'll come to me, hallelujah, I'll take care of that. I'll take it and I'll wash it white. I'll undo the situation. Hallelujah. I'll take your bondage away. Psalms 103 and 12 says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Hallelujah. Oh, my. So full of sin. So, so beat by the enemy. Hallelujah. So defeated. So taken captive. But, oh, God knew how, hallelujah, to take my sins away. And he knows how to take yours away. It don't matter if you got a habit. Hallelujah. I know a God that knows how to take care of habits Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't, I, I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what's going on in your, in, in your personal life and, and, and the things. Hallelujah. But I was thinking today as I was sitting up on this platform, we have a pastor named Grant in the metro New York area. And there was a, there was a, uh, uh, they, they would go to the street cars or to the uh, uh, rails there and uh, subways and and they would pass out tracts. This was the young people of this church. And one day they was there, and they passed out a little tract to this one lady, and she went on her way. They would give tracts and ask if they could pray, and maybe they prayed over I don't know. But they, they, she went, and uh, she had gone that day to her sister's house and borrowed a gun, and she was going to come home, and she was going to wait till her husband went to sleep, and she was going to kill him because of some... Uh, problems in their marriage. I don't know all what their problems was. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so it was she went home and she got there and she had the gun hid and she waited till her husband went to sleep and she was getting ready to do it. And she all of a sudden she thought, well, I haven't read this little track that somebody gave me. And so she picked up the little track and she began to read that little track about the love of God and how they could help and how merciful he is and that he wanted to save her. Hallelujah. And when she thought it was over, all of a sudden the word of God came alive. Hallelujah. And she woke up her husband and told her husband, I, I was going to kill you tonight because of what you've done. Hallelujah. But I've read this, and it said there that we could be saved. And so they went to church the next day, 
I think it was a Sunday the next day, they went to church, and both of them received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You think God was seeking somebody? You think God, hallelujah, had the hounds of heaven on the trail? Hallelujah. Praise God. God has the hounds of heaven on your trail. Hallelujah. He wants to save you. Hallelujah from all your problems. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So how are you going to do it, Lord? Acts 22 and 16 says, Now why terrorist thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Oh, friend, let me ask you today, why are you waiting do you want another day with your problems? You want another week with your sin? You want another uh, week without hope? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why tearest thou? Rise. We got water today in the baptistry. And we'll baptize you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Your sins will be washed away. And they'll be taken away as far as the east is from the west. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you have a habit, I'm telling you this thing is powerful. Hallelujah. I baptized a, a woman in the place I pastored. Hallelujah. And she had an incurable uh, social disease. I did not know that, so I didn't pray about that. When I baptized, she repented. And I baptized her in the name of Jesus. A year later, she called my wife up and said, she said, it's gone. I haven't had any more problems with that. Hallelujah. It was something about the name of Jesus. It's something about going down in the water. Hallelujah. Though your sins be as scarlet, hallelujah, they shall be whiter than snow. Hallelujah. Praise God. This glorious gospel, this steadfast gospel, it doesn't change from generation to generation. It didn't wear out. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't wear out. It don't grow dim. Hallelujah. It's just as strong today and even stronger because the Bible says where sin doth abound, there doth grace more abound. Hallelujah. He said, where's a lot of sin like we have in the world today? He said, I'm just raging it in a notch and another notch and another notch. I just keep raising it. I keep saving sinners because I came to seek and to save sinners. I came to deliver the drug addict. I came to deliver the alcoholic. I came to deliver the thief. I came to forgive them. Hallelujah. And save them. Hallelujah. Matthew eleven twenty eight says this, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Oh, you got problems today. You've been weary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've been working hard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, take my yoke upon you. Learn of me. I am meek. I'm lowly in heart. And you will find rest for your soul. Hallelujah. If you've been working hard and you're tired out and don't seem to be getting any greater place. Hallelujah. And the ship of your life is piled. The Bible says, says heavy laden that's talking about a ship being overloaded with merchandise if you're heavy laden hallelujah god's holy spirit will is the rest for your soul hallelujah 
God's Holy Spirit. <laughs> that is why when the crowd that day asked Peter, says, uh, what shall we do? We've killed Jesus. We killed our Messiah. We took the Prince of Life and we killed him. We rejected him and we tormented him and we turned him over to the Romans to die. What shall we do, Peter? And Peter said, if you'll repent, hallelujah, God will forgive you. If you will be baptized in his name, hallelujah, hallelujah, your sins will be remitted, taken away and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You say, preacher, how do I receive the Holy Ghost? Receiving the Holy Ghost is the easiest thing in the world. All you have to do is believe Jesus' word, have faith in his word, his promises, and then you need to do what it says. You need to repent of your sins. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can, could not remember all my sins when I came to the Lord almost 50 years ago. Hallelujah. I had some at the top of my mind. And I filled them out because I knew God knew all about them. But when I got done, I, I still had a, I had a history of sins way back there. Drug use and other things that that uh, that have plagued me and anger and bitterness and cursing God and all these other things and, and, and I just say God I can't remember them all but forgive me and He forgave every one of them Hallelujah Praise God Hallelujah I can remember the day that I got baptized in Jesus' name when I was 27. Hallelujah. I came in heavy laden but with hope in my heart. And I got baptized in the name of Jesus. And when I left that place, I felt like I was walking about two foot off the ground because that load of sin and guilt and shame, hallelujah, had been taken away. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Praise God as they're coming back to the instruments today. Hallelujah. You do what Peter preached, the promise that you will receive the Holy Ghost. It doesn't say maybe. It doesn't say could happen if you're really good. It says if you repent and you get baptized in his name, hallelujah, he'll take your sins and wash them away, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That same lady, I baptized her. I baptized probably hundreds of people. But I baptized this lady. And when she came up out of the water, she began to speak in a heavy language. Hallelujah. As God's spirit gave her utterance, and she got peace and rest for her soul. My wife is getting ready to go see her. She's still in the church. Hallelujah. This gospel is not just for those that are way out there and needing help. Today, though, if you've wandered away from God, hallelujah, he's still seeking you. Perhaps you've lost your way and don't know how to get back home. Hallelujah. Praise God. I remember a man, his name was Kurt Singer. 
He was an evangelist when I was a kid. I can remember because every time he preached the gospel, he wept. I heard after I got back in church and got, got the Holy Ghost, I heard that he had, had left the church. And I heard that he was living in a city on the other side of the mountains. I didn't have the money to go see him, but I prayed and prayed for him. See, God has people praying for you. He has people interceding for you, standing between life and death, hoping, hallelujah, that you would hear this gospel and you would respond. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You don't know if you're one hot fix from an overdose. God's seeking you today. He don't want you to be lost. God laid on my heart to go talk to this man. He used to sing a song, wasted years, wasted years. Oh, how foolish. God is calling you, calling you from a life of wasted years. And what knocked on his door, he was home. He invited me in. I said, I have a message to you from God. If you're coming back, come back now. And I said, I can't sing the song, but you used to sing the song. Wasted years, wasted years. Oh, how foolish. Turn around, turn around. God's calling you from a life of wasted years. A couple months later, I heard that he was back in church, back preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's looking for you. Hallelujah. Jesus is looking for you, searching, calling your name. Jesus told about the lost sheep out on the wilderness, the howling wilderness, and in the brambles, and, the, and, and, and being vulnerable to be destroyed by the wolves and the, and the prey animals. But the Bible says he left the 99 in a the, in the fold, and he went out seeking that lost sheep, and he's seeking today. Hallelujah, he's looking for you. He's wanting to help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he told, uh, hallelujah, about the, the, the prodigal son. He told the story about that. Uh, the father uh, was looking down that road. He kept looking, uh, waiting for that son to come. And when that son finally came, he went out and put a robe on him and a, and a ring on his hand and brought him back into the family. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he told the story about the man that the robbers had destroyed. They beat him and robbed him and left him half dead along the side of the road. I want you to get this. Something God revealed to me year, it's not too long ago. The man laying on the road could not help himself one iota. He couldn't even call for help. He was half dead. He was laying there. But God sent somebody by and said, I'm going to help you up. I'm going to help wound your, heal your wounds. I'm going to help put oil in your wounds. I, and not only that, I'm having compassion on you. Shall we stand today?
God is definitely wanting to have compassion on somebody here today. Hallelujah. Praise God. He wants to come and bind up your wounds. He wants to carry you to a safe place so that you might recover your health. And then he wants to take you at the end of your days to a place called heaven where you can live forever. You see, this glorious gospel is so powerful. It's so alive. It don't take but just a little bit of faith. God said, if you just got a small mouth, just the size of a grain of mustard seed, that's all you got to have. See, you know, I kind of like that. Happened to me, preacher. I, I, I kind of open to that. Just, just, just a little faith. I, I kind of I believe that. I hope to believe that. Hallelujah. He's looking for you today. And he wants to carry you to a safe place. Hallelujah. We're going to sing a song. Hallelujah. God's, I can't, I can't save you, but God can. But if you come today and just begin to talk to him, if you don't feel comfortable coming up front, if you just lie over on that, your head on that seat in front of you and just begin to talk to God. God. I really want to go to heaven. I, I really don't want to go to hell. And my life's a mess, God. But, but, but God, if you can help me, hallelujah, help me. 